Welcome back. Under review. Here in the 143, we have brought to you episode number 47. Yeah, I actually said 47 last episode. It was, in fact, 46. I this is 47. Jumping the gun here. Um, these I just have so much fun doing this that the weeks just seem to fly by. They fly by. Is what it really is. Yeah, and so this is actually 47. Um, for those that of one you, year mark. We're getting ever there. closer. Uh, after this, we will be five weeks away from one year. That is correct. So um, we're just trudging along, waiting for that steak dinner that we're going to treat ourselves to mm-hmm. once we hit a year, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, th- I don't think, you know, it gets mentioned a whole lot, but we do put a lot of work into this. Um, we one, enjoy what we do. We do. And one would say this is basically a full-time job. Um, you know, sometimes people don't always see it that way. They're like, y'all are students. You're supposed to be doing school. And we're like, no, this this is our life. You know, Some of us are trying to make money. Yeah. Okay. And, and this is where it's at. Uh, so not that we don't do school. Um, let me just put that disclaimer in there. I We both get a lot of school work There's done. There's a healthy balance. There is a healthy balance. And I think that um, we, we just dedicate time to this because this is what's important, you know? And, um, with that, we're going to go ahead and we're just going to start the show with the stat of the week brought to you by our wonderful sponsor and Andrews logistics. As you can see on the side of Nick's hat, they have the logo as well. Um, our stat is about last night's game. We had a thriller. Wasn't really a thriller till the fourth quarter of the Monday night football game, uh, bucks versus saints. Always an exciting one to watch. And uh, this is about Taysom Hill, quarterback out of BYU, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I couldn't tell you where that I'm pretty sure from. he's out of BYU. He's actually not a quarterback. He is a Swiss Army knife. That's true. He used to be a quarterback. Now he's a tight end. He's been all over the field. And this stat kind of goes along with that. So last night he received – he caught a touchdown. He received a touchdown. Um, and – Basically, he now has nine receiving touchdowns, nine passing touchdowns, and nine rushing touchdowns in his career. He is the first player since Frank Gifford in 1964. Now, you may be asking me, Joseph, who is Frank Gifford? Couldn't tell you because I wasn't alive in 1964. Nope. So, Taysom Hill is just setting records that haven't been set in a long, long time. So, good job, Taysom Hill on that record and interesting interesting stat for your career very much so and then the player of the week uh he's been in this position very very many times much deserving that is mr joe burrow Joey i think that was probably one of the most interesting games if not the most interesting game of the week it was it was important Bengals chiefs because it was the huge rematch after the afc championship last season and the Bengals came out on top, 27-24. Joe Burrow threw for 286 passing yards, had two touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. So, three total touchdowns on the day for Mr. Joe Burrow. And he is now 3-0 and against the Chiefs he is. in his career. One might say he owns Patrick Mahomes. One might say that. And um, good job, Joey B. Way to make it back. It's a player of the week. Jamar Chase was back for that game, which was a huge help for the Cincinnati Bengals. They were missing that stud. He had seven for 97 yards, something Mm -hmm. like that. So I know Joey B loves having Jamar Chase back. Definitely made an impact on the game. So, yeah, uh, let's jump right into the football this week. Um, I don't think we need to talk very long, but we will start with the Cowboys game because we are diehard Cowboys fans Absolutely. here. 
Um, put up a 33-point fourth quarter. While giving up none, the game was very, very close, I guess, up until the fourth quarter. It was 21-19. The Cowboys had the lead going into At the At one fourth. point, it was 19-21, and <clears throat> the Colts were going for two to attempt to tie the game, but then they would end up missing that, and then it was just all downhill from there. Jerome Bland, the rookie. The rookie. Two interceptions. One of them was like stripped the ball from the receiver. Malik Hooker, an interception and a fumble recovery for six. A nice little scoop and score. Do we have two scoop and scores? No, but there was another fumble. Oh, I got, re- it got Sam overturned. Williams, who picked it up, scored, but then they called it back and he was down by contact. And we scored anyways because they can't stop us. The defense just this came was, out of nowhere in the fourth quarter and slapped the Colts in the face. The, the win itself was not as impressive because it's against the Colts and they have not been doing very well at all. But our defense showed up. And they showed us that in the fourth quarter, when you need them to play, they can't play. And that's what you want to see getting into these tougher games and then going into the postseason. You want to see, can the defense clutch up when we need them to? They showed absolutely they can with a resounding yes. And then Zeke and Pollard out of the backfield, great. We had over 220 yards rushing. They were phenomenal. Um, They both had a touchdown. And even our running back three, uh, Malik Davis, had had a a touchdown. And Dak threw for three touchdowns. Um, Dak wasn't as impressive. I think he, it was only for 186 yards, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was yeah. something very, very, very low. low, but a lot of touchdowns. But that was also in part to our defense getting us in great field position every time. He didn't really have to throw for the entirety of the field. Right. Um, one thing I would say about Dak, he really kept trying to throw it to Stephon Gilmore. He should have been picked say, twice. Stephon Gilmore should have had like four interceptions yesterday. Yeah, you don't throw it to him. Like, just don't throw it in his direction. The rest of their corners are not very good. In my opinion, CD should have had like 30 catches that game because they were lining up Stephon Gilmore on Michael Gallup. And we so kept throwing it at Michael Gallup. I would just keep throwing it to CD. CD had a great game. That first touchdown that he had was a nice, like, flute deal. He's, he's beginning to show that he is. Possibly because a top ten receiver in the off season. It was brought up. It brought up a lot of question about whether or not CD could fill the wide receiver one role, and if he's even relevant in the league. And I think that this year he has shown that yes, he can be a wide receiver one, and yes, he is very relevant and plays at an elite level at this league. Um, he's definitely coming along. I think he. We were saying at the beginning of the season we didn't know if he was. That 88, you know, the the Cowboys 88 or whatever. Uh, I think he's becoming slowly but surely becoming uh, worthy of wearing that number. Obviously, he's not there yet because he's had... He's had some games where it's been questionable. I mean, yeah. He still has to... It's just, can he do this at a consistent level? But can it's he do this week in, week out? He's definitely starting to show as a clear number one. On absolutely, the team. absolutely. And then... um. So, yeah, it was really just a defensive game. Colts aren't very good, but it was good to see that we can clutch up in the fourth quarter. It was frustrating watching quarters one to three, but then when the fourth quarter came, game was over. So, um, Chiefs Bengals game, probably one of the biggest games this weekend. Uh, Bengals won 27 to 24, and I don't know if it shows more about the Bengals or more about the Chiefs in that game, but. It's a tough loss for the Chiefs as they are trying to hold the number one spot in the AFC. Joe Burrow is 
Okay, so the Bengals started out the season pretty rough. Uh, they lost at the outset to the Steelers, and then they lost week two to us, the Cowboys. But then, honestly, since then, they've been kind of cruising. Obviously, I think everyone had this game on the calendar mm-hmm. circled because it was supposed to be the big revenge match for the Chiefs. But they unfortunately did not get their revenge. Joe Burrow once again had their way with them. Um, We've seen a couple times this season where Patrick Mahomes has kind of failed in the fourth quarter to get his team where they need to be. But we've also seen a couple times where he's led the two-minute drive and won the game. So I think the Chiefs I think the Chiefs will be fine. They'll make it to the playoffs. They might even still hold the number one spot like I know they do right now. Um, They'll so, definitely win their division. Obviously, there's no trouble there. If you ask it me. will. It will be close in the AFC North. However, I think right now it's looking like the Bengals' division to win because yes. they're now eight and four. The Ravens are eight and four, but Lamar Jackson is injured. Lamar Jackson is injured and he is out one to three weeks, I think. And the Bengals are on a hot streak. So if they they can continue, I think they will definitely steal the AFC North. Yeah, so the Ravens ended up pulling out a win last second against the Broncos. They made it 10-9. That was a pretty boring game. It was 9-3 for most of the game. It always is whenever it involves the Broncos, unfortunately. Because their defense is so good, but their offense is so bad. And... um, but Lamar went out with an injury, kind of scary for Ravens fans. Uh, but he should be back one to three weeks, I think they said. Obviously, they don't want him to rush it because the playoffs are coming up pretty soon. Um, a very interesting detail as well is he is negotiating a long-term contract by himself. So there's some nitty-gritty paperwork stuff there. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he would hold out or what. Um I do. We do have to mention a notable. So one of the big, bigger games this weekend as well was the Miami Dolphins and 49ers game. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo broke his foot early in the game. He is now out for the season, and a lot of people had the Niners to be like the NFC favorites coming out of the NFC. I think that's changed a little bit. Mister Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft, last name Purdy. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy played very well. And the Dolphins were not playing very well. Obviously, the Niners' defense is really good, but the Dolphins fell to the Niners 33-17, to mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. That is a tough break for uh, the 49ers because... It is. Or, and the 49ers fans, obviously, because they were looking so good. They were rolling. Their defense was crushing everybody. Jimmy G was not playing at an elite level, but he was playing at a high enough level to where y'all are going to win a lot of games. But unfortunately, you know, he goes out with a season-ending injury. Trey Lance is done for the season. And so you got this Brock Purdy, your quarterback three, taken at the very, very end of the draft. Obviously, he played a really great game. He did a really good job coming in. Uh, The defense for the 49ers definitely carried them through the game. Absolutely. Shut down the Miami offense. I was disappointed because I wanted the Dolphins to win, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. because of what Nick and I have going on here. But sadly, it's looking like the Bills are now atop the AFC East. Yes, sir. And the Dolphins are second, uh, one game behind, I guess. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. By the way, the Dolphins played on Sunday. Uh, my hopes have been dashed a little bit because they were just awful against a, a third-string quarterback rookie year. So I wasn't too promising. I mean, you had a lot of open receivers and – 
unfortunately, Tua just couldn't get the ball to him. We had a lot of drop passes, a lot of tipped passes. But the 49ers defense is definitely, for sure, the reason that they were able to beat the Dolphins. The 49ers defense, to me, is the second-best defense in the NFL. Absolutely. Um, Cowboys are first, but uh, that's just what we've seen. So that was an interesting game. Very sad for 49ers fans and for Jimmy Garoppolo. I think speaking of the AFC East, we should go ahead and talk about the Jets Vikings game, Interesting which was game. it came down to the wire. Um, obviously, all the Jets points at the outset was <laughs> Greg Zorline mm-hmm. kicking field goals, and the Vikings were kind of rolling to start the game. They were, as right? they usually are. They came out swinging in the first half. And it looked like they were going to kind of run away with the game. But then the Jets just kept kicking and clawing back. And unfortunately, the Jets did fall 22-27. to 27, But The Jets did have a chance. The Jets had the ball on the four. The Vikings four, right? And it was first down. So they had four plays to get, to four, get four, yards. four yards. And they could not do it. They got to the one. And then, once they didn't get that, that was like with about, I want to say, what was it, two or so minutes left to go in the game. They got the ball back with like 50 seconds, but then they turned it over on fourth down, and then the Vikings kneeled the clock out, and that was the end of the game. But it looked like towards, I thought at the end, I was like, the Jets are going to drive down, they're going to score, and then obviously the Vikings are going to have to kick the field goal to Try and take this into overtime. The Vikings get away with yet another um, interesting... They squeaked out of that one. Another squeaked squeaked out out win. That's a perfect word for it. Uh, Did I say the Jets? I meant the Vikings. Um, Yeah. They got away with another one. I'm not sure what the Vikings are, honestly. We're 13 games into the season. They are 10-2, and I think, now. But I still can't figure it out. They're obviously going to win the AFC they're real, the they're NFC good. North. They're really good, but the is, can is they terrible. can they clutch up in bright moments? I think we've seen Kirk Cousins fold in a few, a couple of primetime games. Um, I think they we still need time to see what they are. This win was, I would say, a credit to their run game because that's ultimately what dominated in the first half was the Vikings just ran the ball right down the Jets' throat. They couldn't do anything about it. Kirk was, I mean, he was just Kirk Cousins. He know? was. He was average throwing the ball, but it was enough to get the win, and I think that's all that matters for Vikings fans. Um, I think also we will now talk about the Monday night game, which was actually a really good game in the fourth quarter, as we mentioned before. You had Brady going up against the Saints, and that's always a good game. Uh, the Saints have been beating Tom Brady pretty bad in the regular season and um there's like a running joke that says um the saints play the super bowl two times a season and that's when they play uh brady and the buccaneers because they spend most of the season being pretty bad and then they play the brady and they're just super good i mean it looked that same way last night i mean i wouldn't say they looked really really good but it looked like they were gonna walk away with another win andy dalton came out firing uh he did really well yesterday uh, he had a couple of receivers drop some key passes. You definitely do not blame that loss on Andy Dalton. Reason being is because, like Joseph said, there were a lot of drop passes. Jarvis Landry dropped a wide-open touchdown pass. 
Chris Olave dropped a wide open like 30-yard bomb, which ended in them having to punt because they couldn't convert on third down. And the biggest one. Taysom Hill. Unfortunately, we highlighted him at the beginning of this episode, but we're going to have to bring him down a little bit. It was third and 17 with about three minutes left to go in the game. Okay? And... The Saints were still up. It was 16-10 to 10 at that point. So you get the first down, and then the game is over because you can just kneel the clock you out. You can run the clock down. Right? Well, Andy Dalton fires a strike to Taysom Hill about 20 yards downfield. He catches it, brings it down to his chest, and then gets absolutely rocked by the safety over top. Couldn't hold on. Drops it. Fourth and 17. The Saints have to punt, and then, I mean. And you give the Brady the ball back with two minutes left in the game. That's where you don't want Brady. Just to go have ahead the ball. and chalk it up as an L. Brady uh, showed again. This game was similar to the was it the Rams game against the Bucks, where yes. they stall all game with just a, a field goal or two. I mean, they Brady looked horrible, and then absolutely horrible. He gets the ball back with two minutes left in the fourth. Well, I guess they also had a good drive to make it 10, 10 16. With about five minutes left in the fourth. Their last two drives of the game were phenomenal. Fourth quarter, Brady came out to play. And in the very last drive, he drives down the field like it was no problem. Scores with three seconds left. And then the Bucks win the game. So, it just goes to show that even though he's 45 years old, Brady is still the best. He can just clutch up. At the two-minute drive in the fourth quarter. It's just ridiculous. I know a lot of Julio Jones fans were happy yesterday. It's mm. hard not to root for Julio Jones. He's, he's awesome. Because uh, down Dallas in the red zone, uh, at the end of the game, he has this just ridiculous snag. He snatched the ball out of the air, looked just like double Julio. coverage, looked like prime 2017 Atlanta Falcons Julio Jones. It was a great, great catch, and it put him right in a position to score at the very end of the game. And then I thought the game was over, I guess at, at two separate points, because uh, Brady throws the ball over the middle, right? Whenever uh, they were in the red zone, and it was to Chris Godwin, and he catches it in the end zone, and that was a touchdown. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that's it. And then they get called back for a holding, and then I was like, okay, maybe the Saints defense is going to clutch up this one play, and then they didn't. Obviously, he throws it to Rashad White, gets into the touchdown, gets into the end zone for the touchdown, and scores, and then the game's over. Um, it was a very interesting last drive, but it. Never, like, at any point where you, like, you know, they had a couple penalties that set them back, and never were you, like, okay, well, that's so over for the Bucks. To count the Bucks out, Brady and the Bucks, because they, he's he's the GOAT, and he will always be the GOAT, and I don't think that it's disputable. I agree completely. They are now, I want to say. They're 6 and 6. Is that what you're saying? Six, is it 6 yeah. and 6? Okay, they're 6 and 6 now, so they're 500. Um, and you don't feel like they are because they have Tom Brady. You know, you don't feel because they're terrible. Their record is terrible. But the team itself has a lot of talent, and they have Brady. So, and like we said, we needed the Falcons to win too because come postseason time, it's probably most likely going to be Cowboys and Bucks. Hey, in the that first is game. still a good possibility because it's probably going to happen. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I, I believe the Bucks aren't they? Are they? They have the bye. And then the Falcons, oh, I'm sorry, no, they don't. Um, the next matchup is the Falcons versus the Bucks, and we need so desperately 
Marcus Mariota to clutch up. They should have last time. They should have last That's game right. and the game before that. And there's been a couple times. Marcus Mariota has thrown a pick at the end of well, the game. They for should two have weeks actually beat the Bucks the first time, if you remember, because they had. Uh, yes. They got the sack on third down, and that would have ultimately been the punt. And then the Falcons could have driven down the field and scored, but then they called a dumb roughing the passer. Because it was Brady, and he's always going to get those calls. You it's like LeBron. You can't let Brady lose. Um, but a great, a great last drive last night from Brady, showing that he is still, in fact, the GOAT. And um, age is not a factor. He also said after the game that there is no retirement in his future. And it sounded like a joke, but knowing Brady, it might not be a joke. So He's still finding ways to win games, which I think is important because, like we said, the Bucks' offense looked absolutely horrendous. Brady may not be... The first quarter, the second quarter, the third quarter, and the fourth quarter, all the way up until the six-minute mark. He may not be what he once was, but you still take him over most of the QBs in the league. And But I, will, I think this is a good... A, uh, good thing to point out is that the Bucks are just lucky that they're in such a horrible yes. division. Like it's looking like they're they six can and six and they're well a game ahead of be below five hundred and still make the playoffs. Yep. And that's probably what's gonna happen and we're gonna have to play them in the playoffs. So And you um, can't count out playoff Tom because nope. playoff Tom is just ridiculous. Nope, it's a different season for Tom when they get to the playoffs. But uh, all in all, it was a good week of football, and um, happy that the Cowboys went away with another win. I would say nothing new in the NFC East. Nope. Eagles won. Uh, Giants and Commanders tied, so that was kind of uneventful. I mean, boring there. Uh, looked like the Bears were going to squeak out against the Packers, but they didn't. The uh, running, the running commentary is that. Uh, Rodgers owns the Bears, and, and that showed does. once again. Unfortunately, I thought the Bears were going to pull it out, but they ended up blowing a lead against the Packers. And once again, NFC North is going to be the Vikings, uh, so nothing changes there. But obviously, as Cowboys fans, we are hopeful. As I do always. believe that this Cowboys team can make a deep playoff push. As usual. But we'll see. We just look so talented. As well, usual. Here's we like to end our shows on, under review. I've brought to you a quote. Since we talked about the Cowboys so much, how about from a Cowboys legend, the Tom Landry. Mm. Setting a goal is not the main thing. It is deciding how you will go about achieving it and staying with that plan. That is the truth. Tom Landry is the man. He, he is. is the GOAT. Thank you all for tuning in this week, and we will see you next week with another episode of Under Review.